Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I am one of the straight dudes. And I am Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude. Today we just went and saw a period drama for the first time, I think, in our show's history mm-hmm. uh, called Chevalier. Uh, I don't think it was marketed that much, but we saw we saw this trailer like one time, right, dude? Yeah, yeah, it, it it's kind of a weird one. Yeah, well, because <laughs> I think it's one of those movies that came out before, and now they're bringing it into theaters. Yeah, like, because I remember seeing this trailer, like, in December or November, and but we saw it literally once, and it also gave me a perception of the movie that the movie clearly was not about, which we'll get into. This is our first period, this is our first period drama movie for the podcast, right? Uh yeah, I guess so. Like, meaning like before like the 1800s? Well, the ones that are like, they're <laughs> it very... Just, it revolves around this time period. Yeah, it's like, it's very specific about like, hey, the main draw of this movie is that we are not in modern times. We're at a point in history where we're using a carriage and horses to get around. Like... I think so. Yeah. What is your experience? I was going to say the invitation, but nope, that, nope, t- that, that took place in modern like it, day. That, it seems <laughs> like that one should be, but it's not. What is your what is your experience with period pieces? If uh, anything. Um they're all right. They're <laughs> all right. Like the to me it's I so here's the thing. I enjoy the history movies, but if it's not American history, that's pretty it's that's it, it's right. a toss up if I know it or not. Right. Like American history, I know most of American history. I actually love American history. Mm-hmm. And but history around the world is still a little unfamiliar to me have you do you recall any shows or movies that you've seen that are that would be considered period pieces or no i've seen the man in the iron mask okay (laughs) okay cool cool (laughs) i've seen that one um that i saw the interview with the vampire okay i've seen pirates of the caribbean that's a big period (laughs) piece huge period piece yeah um I've seen all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's so all. That even you. the extended, the, the ones after that don't seem like they're part of the true yeah. story. Okay. Um, no, but no, like dramas, though, that take place in foreign country history. Nah, it's it's probably, I've probably seen a few, but not like drama like this. Like I've seen like The Greatest Showman taking place in old time periods. W- yeah. Okay. I wouldn't consider that as a period <laughs> piece. I'm thinking when I say that, I'm thinking of like this takes pe- place because it's the 1800s revolution. Well, I'm thinking of stuff like The Crown. You know, where oh, like all yeah, nah. the main thing, the main draw about it is like we're in 1700s or 1800s England or someplace, and I've we're all seen, nobility and we're having fun. I've seen Hamilton. Big, love uh, Hamilton. Uh, so that's. <laughs> I've seen that that's one. That's your big period yeah, piece. I've seen that one. That okay. one takes place. That's that's a big period piece. That's it the is. Birth of America right there. I love it, man. It's a great story. <laughs> great great musical. Yeah, I don't know. I've probably seen a few, but they don't come to my mind. The only other one I recall watching, and I watched it with Kiana, was uh, it was called Medici. It was a Netflix, it was a Netflix exclusive show. And it was all about uh, the Medici family from the Renaissance in Italy. And the main draw, I, I love Italian Renaissance history, but also 
the lead in it was Richard Madden or Rob Stark from Game of Thrones, who I also love. And that was great show. Loved it. (laughs) I'm in. That and then Assassin's Creed. All of the Assassin's Creed games. Played all of them. So I know all history. I know about Italian dramas. Okay. Um, you could ask me anything about the Sopranos or okay. the cool the Rocky franchise. Yep, um, I, that's where I lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no period pieces. Nah, not. I would consider both of those to be period pieces as well. <laughs> <laughs> but this one. So now that we've laid out our very clear expertise in this genre, a uh, quick summary or synopsis of Chevalier. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, and I don't care. The Chevalier. Chevalier. They said it so, like, it just flowed so well when they said it. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to be able to say it. They all clearly had a day in some class where they only discussed how to pronounce that word uh, just to make sure they really nailed it. Because it it can't be how I'm saying it. It just can't be. No. Chevalier. So, Chevalier is a period piece that takes place at the end of the 1700s near the French Revolution. And it is about the life of a composer, violinist, also master fencer, apparently, uh, a a black man named Joseph Ballone, who was the illegitimate son of a noble uh, who had an affair with a one of his slaves, and then was subsequently dropped off at a privileged school in Paris because he showed... Uh, prodigal talent with his violin and we get to see him coming up very quickly as a as a very talented virtuoso and eventually gaining the attention of queen marie antoinette after fencing very well dude best fencer best fencer ever didn't know that was one of his talents that's cool though (laughs) that was pretty hype uh and becomes uh he becomes titled as a nobleman of a Chevalier. I think that means you get to own uh, a Chevrolet, a Chevy car. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I think that's all that means. But he becomes the Chevalier of St. George, I maybe. Think, I think we looked it up like mid-movie. And it was Literally like, during it, it said, like, you're like a you're knight. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like the lowest class of the knight's like court. But it's still, it's still a noble. knight's court. Yeah, it's still a noble, yeah. you know? Uh, you're bottom of the totem pole, but you're higher than 90% percent of people absolutely you are still the upper echelon you are the bourgeois yeah you know that's it's not a bad place to be uh this is the era where the the term bourgeois was founded too so uh following following this new title he is pursuing he's basically a man trying to do everything it seems like his ambition has no end and he wants to become the head of the biggest opera house in paris which leads to a competition is decided by the queen uh, between him and an Austrian gentleman to decide who's going to be the head of the opera house. There's a whole bunch of stuff of him trying to write an opera for, I think, the first time ever. Uh, and it's like the state's opera, right? Like the house. I think it's like the state owns it. Yeah, it's a. it's specifically like the government's opera house it's a huge deal heck yeah and during all of this he is having an affair with the (gasps) the lead actress singer that he's hired 
uh, Marie Josephine. <gasps> and eventually he wins, but there's a petition for him no long for him not to be named the head because he is black, and so he does not get the he does not get the position. And then the French Revolution starts, and he is upset and has a concert to help fund the revolution, and then decides at the end to side with the revolution. That's it. All there's a bunch of stuff in between. The affair, the the affair is the biggest storyline. In this movie. Yeah, and they made, they turned, a, well, here's the thing. They say this at the end of the movie. We're just, we're just going to spoil it and everything because I think most people probably aren't going to watch it. I mean, it might be at its last it week already. Be. It might be too late for people to see it. It'll be on streaming platforms soon. It will, yeah, I'm sure. Um, the thing with it at the end, though, is it talks about is he, he went on to lead uh, the first black-led troop in the military, right? In the French Revolution. In the French Revolution, right? You led the first black uh, regiment. Regiment, that's what it is, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which, a big honor for him, but when the time of Napoleon coming to take over, then he erased everything that the, he ever did in history. Napoleon apparently pro, uh, prohibited all of Joseph Ballone's music uh, and nearly erased him. Pretty much any 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 like black culture thing cultural things at the time he just erased. Yeah. So that's why this movie I think focused so much on a love story because there's not much about him that we can <laughs> learn because right. it's all been erased and we're slowly piecing it together. Yeah. Uh, still very cool. Mm-hmm. Still very cool piece of history. When, and I wish we had more. I mean, we talked about it last week too that when a movie based on a true story when when a movie markets itself as hey it's based on a true story one of the fun things about it that i think makes it even better is how accurate is the movie so we just looked it up of what parts were accurate and because of that issue of a lot of this stuff was erased it seems like the main thing that is known for sure is the event where joseph balone uh was going to be named the head of the opera house and then a petition happened and he was not going to get it. And it was because he was black. That's like the main, that's like the main event that is true that they focused on in this story, which I think drives why this story felt a little weird with what they decided to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. They, like that was such a shifting point for him as a person not just like for career wise because after that he realized because you could tell that he always had an internal struggle of like I've been alone all this time and I make it work like these people accept me Mm -hmm. as one of their own but in reality it's like no 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 like you're too dark for the white people Mm -hmm. but for you know for black people you were too white for us like it was just like he didn't have anybody to or to uh Confide in. Yeah. Because even when his mom comes into his life, she's like the only one's accepting of him and everybody else is making fun of him. Yeah. So he's just like, you could see that struggle if he's just like, nah, I'm lost. Yeah. It was just, this movie was a bit odd, I felt like. And maybe you felt different with this, but I didn't know what the main story was that we were going to get out of it, right? Yeah. Because the trailer, if I recall it well... It made it seem like this movie was going to be about watching him become, like, overcome all of the stuff as a young man so that he could become a nobleman and become respected in some way. 
And that kind of was hinted at in the beginning. And then the next scene is, oh, he's being named the Chevalier already. Yeah. Oh, apparently it's all done. It was super easy. And yeah. It's over. It's like, okay, well, what's, what's the plot? And yeah. then the competition comes up, which <laughs> I don't understand the, the, the politics that they tried to make around this, the music committee. <laughs> Was a bit odd to me. Yeah. They kind of just strung that together. Of just like, ah, strung that together. Ha! Yeah. Oh. oh, that was good. <laughs> I see you playing my violin. Yep. Because <laughs> it was so funny that, like, the queen, who's like, who is the queen? If I recall correctly, she was a little bit crazy, too. Like, she could do whatever she wants, but the music committee. Cannot, cannot step on their toes. Step on their toes. They're looking for a new head of the opera house. I could name or appoint anyone, but I couldn't possibly interfere with their work. That would yeah, be that'd be terrible. Oh, I would be the worst if I did that. You know, I I was when we were like halfway through the movie. I was just like, man, who cares about this? <laughs> like, it's like, like I don't know. Like, not the movie itself. Sorry, <laughs> that sounds really bad. I just meant like, who cares? Who cares? No, it wasn't about the movie. It was about like, th- I was trying to put myself into that time period of like, they made music seem like it was such a vocal point in this time period. Yeah. And then I started remembering it really was because mm-hmm. this was like the only form of entertainment yeah. that people had back then was going to go watch music. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? You're right. I guess this is a really big deal that being like the head of the opera house. Cause you know, I think like now I'm like, if you were like, if you David were like, oh, I want to be head of the Arizona Opera, I'd be like, I don't care. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And you'd be like, Idiot. it's such a prestige. And I'm like, bro, I've never heard none of my homies like opera. No one go. <laughs> <laughs> none of my homies like opera, bro. Yeah, the Arizona Opera. None <laughs> Good of my luck. homies like opera. Yeah, it's a crazy, it's yeah. a powerful <laughs> line, dude. <laughs> I, saw, I just thought like yeah okay back then I guess it was a big deal yeah well what's funny is that like yes it was I had I had the same thought process towards the end of like having to be reminded right 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 opera opera and these concerts that was the only entertainment especially so in France right it's France everyone is apparently a prodigy that's what I understand uh but what felt weird to me was that the way this movie hyped it up it started to feel like I don't know how to put this of like, I think this was an issue in like high school musical where (laughs) (laughs) hear me out, hear me out where the big thing that needs to happen, which is like the musical, it's almost not going to happen if the lead doesn't show up and their Mm. car broke down up the road and they're struggling to get there. That is what the end of this movie felt like, except the stakes were if Chevalier does, I'm sorry, if Joseph the Chevalier doesn't show up to his big concert for the revolutionaries, if he doesn't show up, then the revolution doesn't happen, and now Marie Antoinette is threatening him, and if he doesn't go out there, then the show doesn't go on. Oh, no! Oh, no, yeah. (laughs) That, it felt so strange to me at the end. It just, it was so weird, because this whole movie was about, like... Well, even the promotion, I really, going into this movie, I had no clue what it was like. I was just like, oh, okay, it's about a guy who leads, is helping run the revolution through music. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was about. Yeah, as they did. 
which is what it's about. Mm-hmm. You look it up. That's what you're going to, you're going to get mm-hmm. that plot point though. doesn't become relevant until the last like 20 minutes. Yeah. So it's like for the, for a good majority of the movie, we are just focused on the love story happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, which we had like, we had one scene intermittent, like in the middle that was suddenly a jo- Joseph and Marie Josephine were now in a meeting with a bunch of revolutionaries. There was no context of why they were there. And suddenly Marie gets on the pool table and is also like, but hey, are women going to have rights? And they're like, yeah, of course. And then she drinks. No, no, no. No, no. She said, what about women having rights? The whole room stopped and was like, the queen could never approve of that. The queen? Could you imagine if our female queen approved of women's rights, <laughs> women running things? We have to go through the queen Wait, to see on that. Couldn't have it at all. <laughs> she completely runs everything. But History I'm telling you. so silly. I'm telling you. Oh, my gosh, dude. I, I'm telling you, the music committee in France, though, they would not be having it. The greatest power that no one knew about in France was the music committee the at music the opera committee. House. Bro, high society. That's what we're talking about. Bro, how much do you know about the French Revolution? Not a lot, really. Oh, my gosh. Again, it's not American Revolution, so... Dude, it is... It, in my opinion, it is the funniest event in in history, in Western history. And that's like... It's, it's a revolution. It's brutal and bloody. But the story of, like, how things progressed through it is so ridiculous... Yeah. Because they started, they had their revolution similar, they had similar stuff with like, or similar issues that we, that America had, that we ended up having our revolution. France helped us. And then they were like, I guess it's our turn. And then after they kill all the royal people. We want to be like them. Liberty. Yeah. Liberty. Egalité. Liberté. Uh, the main person who was leading the revolution, I think his name was Robespierre. Kiana's going to yell at me if I don't get this stuff right. Uh, I think his name was Robespierre. We should have had her here. We should have. Kiana, if you're listening, sucks. Sucks to suck. Uh, <laughs> he was leaving it, and then the people, a uh, part of the revolution, were like, you know what? We hate him. So they go to try and capture him. He flees. He gets a gun, shoots himself in the face, doesn't kill himself. He shoots himself in the cheek, blows out his whole jaw, then he's captured by revolutionaries, then has to sit in pain for 12 hours before he's then guillotined the next day. Oh my gosh. It's so dumb. We should make that a movie. That'd be crazy. It, bro, it's the That'd most ridiculous part of the French Revolution. And then all that to say, they then have their revolution. And then like two years later, they're like, but what if we had an emperor? And then also show the most arrogant display of Napoleon Bonaparte crowning himself as emperor. It's so it's so ridiculous. Wow. And that's all in the span of like 10 years. All of this craziness unfolds. It's so funny. <laughs> what a wild war. I I used to be like a big history guy. I loved that. That was probably my favorite class in high school. Yeah, I enjoyed history. Uh French history didn't know much about. You're not like a fan European. of the French. You know, European history is probably my least like sought after subject of history. Like the more, really? I, the more I think about a history, like I love all different types of history from different parts of the world. But the one I know the least about is definitely all European. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I probably know more history, like Asian history, Ru- Russian history. 
I don't know what, what you call that, but you know. But I know a lot of Russian history. I know a lot of I know a lot of everything else. I, for like, because I, I feel like it's the opposite for me. I feel like I know a ton of European history or like main events of European history, but then like uh, Asian history, it's like no, I. I don't know. Oh, I love that stuff. That's so much more interesting. It's so cool. Really? For me, it is. Yeah. European history is just like, it's just all snobby. Everybody <laughs> was just a snob trying to be out snob the next snob. Okay. Like yeah, there, true. there is a, like, and even if you were a humble snob, you were still a snob. Like mm-hmm. every, everybody was just trying to out snob each other mm-hmm. and I hated it. So like other parts of history, you know, there's just all sorts of crazy, like American history Wild. There's wild moments where it's not even like snobs. It's just like blatant racism or <laughs> or like revolutionizing something. But European Game history changing, is yeah. yeah. Everything I know about European history is just like, nah. I'm gonna take over. No, it's gonna be me. A lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> for the war stuff, a lot of European history is just bickering. Yes. And just them being like, no, we're better than you. We're the better country. Well, I say, how dare you? Execute this man. <laughs> you, sir, I am bigger and better than you, and I could destroy you. Somebody kill this man. Kill him. And then the guillotine comes Nobody down. killed him. Uh, <laughs> that's, how, that's all I know about that kind of history. To that point, though, of like, everyone's just a snob, and even if you're a lesser nobel, you're still just a snob. I feel like they really did not do a good job of creating the Chevalier character. Yeah, they kind of just like put him in, um, but we don't really know much. I mean, I guess he just got there. I guess because he, the school he went to is so prestigious. I'm assuming. Yeah, the, I think the because I can see like the progression of how he became a noble, which is like he did super well in school and he really just pursued excellence and everything. Like that's not that's not impossible. That makes sense. But also, I don't know what that means. Doing well in school to succeed in life yeah, that doesn't make that any mean? no it couldn't be that doesn't that doesn't work that doesn't that's fake sense. that's all fictionalized that by the way from sense. the movie yeah. that's all that couldn't be real but the the thing is is that they made him they made him super arrogant and he was a big show-off and then he was super good at everything so the beginning of the movie he comes off as like what's so what's the problem and like you watching it you kind of if you know the history, you're like, well, I know what the problem is. He probably had a lot of difficulty and they show him getting bullied and beat up in school for like mm-hmm. one scene real quick. And they make a note that it's because he's black. Like he's the only black person in this completely French white school. Like, of course, there was a ton of stuff to overcome, but we didn't see any of it. Apparently, he's just awesome, like immediately. And then we never, it takes till like the end of the movie for us to get to a point where he's suddenly not good anymore. And by that point, I think they've, he's become the antagonist for a lot of it, which might be a hot take, but we're the only two people who've seen this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Might be a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. It it just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like the points where we could do a lot of like story building and everything, we kind of sped through Mm -hmm. and all of the fluff parts of this movie were focused on yeah like you're right like you know like seeing him come through overcome adversity in the school um that would have been cool to see we just skipped right through it we Mm -hmm. just fast forward he's a noble yeah 
okay, so he's a noble. Let's spend like 20 minutes explaining like what a noble life is like yeah. for him. He lots of exposition. To, yeah, lots of exposition, exposition, exposition. Um, cut. Next scene. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and show some of the opera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's show the rehearsals for that. Let's get that going. Everyone this loves music. This man helped lead the revolution. Give me some opera time. Give We're going to do all the opera stuff. But again, I think it's because they, they really seem to focus on that. Because I think the only true thing that is known about this guy, and again, there might be more info out there, but the only thing I was able to find was the event of him, of the petition happening where he yeah. didn't get that position. And so if they're trying to say this is all true, we need to base it around the true thing we know. That's true. So that would make sense of why they focused on that. But truly, that was not, that, ah, oh, that did not seem to be, oh, I just, Sorry, Ricky, you just did an incredible <laughs> thing and it threw me off. Ricky just balanced a pencil with the the cord of the mic and it just completely it it, it was, was impressive. It stood up and it held the cable up. Cable that, man. This that's the same vibe we kind of had during this movie too. Is trying to do other things somewhat, but we paid attention. Look this at is this. the first no. Uh, this is the first movie I was on my phone looking stuff uh, <laughs> I can't say that this isn't the first movie I was on my phone I did a whole True. I did a whole draft and <laughs> yep I did like an NFL draft during the <laughs> movie once we were trying to figure out if we knew any of these people in the cast and apparently they've been in everybody other... looks so familiar yeah I just thought like the queen the love affair and every other uh woman that was under the age of like 30. I thought every single one of them was Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> so I was just like, one of these women has to be Anya Taylor-Joy, right? Well, I was gonna, That's why I looked it up. I almost made a joke to you as soon as Marie Antoinette came out of just like, there's Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, it it seems exactly, like she's in everything. Now. It looked exactly like her. And then they introduced the love affair. That was also Anya Taylor-Joy. Also looked the exact same. Completely, yeah. Like, the only way I knew the difference was the hair. That was it. Yep. It was the only thing you could tell apart. But they definitely were both of those. Both of those characters were definitely Anya Taylor Joy. Oh yeah, they were the same oh person. yeah, definitely looked like Anya mm. Taylor Joy. That's why I was like, wow, she can sing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great job, Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> I thought it was her. That's why I was looking it up. I was like, she's huh. in everything, bro. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you know what? She really is. She really is. I, yeah, I really struggled with the, with the beats that they were trying to go for in this movie. Not to say that they didn't hit. One of the biggest ones to me was, so there's the whole affair situation that Chevalier has of, he ends up, he ends up inviting this affair to happen. Chevalier is not married and he is infatuated with the girl that is the lead for his opera, which he specifically pursued mm -hmm. and knew she was married and knew it would be a whole issue and then went but it'll be fine. And then went against the orders of uh, the husband. Which the husband is a military man. He's kind of like the queen's head detective. Yes. I don't know what his exact title was. I think they called him the... The, the, the Marquis. The Marquis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's, but he's the, he was literally... His whole job was to look for spies. Yep. Within the, the queen's court. Yeah. And in France... In general, big, big. So don't mess with them. He stick like, up his butt. Like he shot a he shot a cannon just in front of him just to prove his point. Yeah, but That's psycho material right there. Chevalier then still decided to court to his wife. court his wife, and then That's a dog. 
<laughs> that was hype. That was hype. It was great. It was a good moment. But this then gives into this and then it has an affair. And then she's pregnant. Like when he the knows. pregnancy thing came up and like and I know that like it's it's not good what the marquee did because uh uh Marie Joseph Josephine, I think is her name. I'm getting tired. She has a baby and it's and the child is black and so the marquee kills it. Uh, which is that sucks. That's awful. It was a horrible moment. But also, there was a part of me that's like, bro, you. I. It's hard for me to feel for you in this situation. You invited all of this. You. St- you had. You committed adultery with this person. You invited the affair. Neither of you are in the. I don't. I, personally, I didn't feel like either of them were in the right in the situation. I, th- I thought adultery was illegal. Back then, I, I guess I'm thinking way too far back into history. So this is all a little I know about European history, but I, I, I mean, they some talked time, about that him marrying if Chevalier married like anyone. It oh, he was like, screwed. That, that was definitely legal. That sucked. That that part of it sucked. That's why he is so torn about the love story aspect of it because he can't marry. Yeah, because if he were to marry, well, it's it's illegal for him to marry a white woman. Mm-hmm. But if he were to marry a black woman, he would lose. He would be stripped of all of his titles. Right. So he would lose everything. So he's like, I become a nobody regardless. I'm trying now to look up if adultery was illegal. Oh my gosh, bro! I've pulled up a I've pulled up a PhD document from Ohio.edu. Yeah, I could be way off on that. I just again, I I don't. I know, mean, bro. it seems like the time period where that you're, you're, that could happen. Uh, let me just, divorce and women in France, divorce first became legal in France on September 20th, 1792. So divorce was an option, but was, uh, I don't think I'm going to get an easy answer to this quickly. That is an actual dissertation I just pulled up. Um, was it a crime? Was it a crime? Looks like it might have been. Okay. So among the Western European countries to decriminalize adultery, France was 1975. Bro. So he just missed the cutoff. What a dog. Let's just go. Mi- <laughs> what are you talking? He's good, bro. It wasn't illegal. We're good. Wait, 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 wait. What? What? Did you oh, not wait, just no, say 1975? 1975? Oh, completely That's like illegal. L. What an L. Huge. huge. What an L. I, 1975. What am I, I read it backwards. I, I thought it was like 1775. I'm like, bro, yeah, heck yeah. He just no missed way. it. No. no. So he could have easily been imprisoned or killed over this. The, I, well, that's what I thought was going to happen. Same. I thought I thought when they found out that the baby was his, he was going to get killed. That's what I assumed was going to happen. So that makes me think that the adultery story might not have been real at all. I think all of it was probably that entire part was dramatized. I, I do I do agree with you there because I'm pretty sure I mean the guy didn't like him to begin with. Yeah. I really highly doubt that he wouldn't revolt and like get this man killed for something. You yeah. Know? And especially if like it's still 1790s, 1800 Stupid. France. No, it's 1975. Yeah, it's 1975 France. <laughs> oh, I, I just couldn't read. If he's like, truly, he probably had a ton of issues trying to get to the status he had. He probably was extremely careful about keeping it until the revolution happened. And he was like, you know what? I hate this. So until then, he probably was to keep that title, probably stayed 
very, very cautious about things. I He definitely would have been stripped of his title if he had committed a crime. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I'm, that part surprised me that nothing happened there. Um, so either A, we don't know our history very well and we just are thinking that, or B, they just didn't want to address that. Yeah. But I, I really do think that they probably would have came and killed him if they found out that he was sleeping with his wife. Yeah. Even if adultery wasn't illegal, he seemed like the kind of guy. He made it very clear, don't talk to my wife, ever. Mm-hmm. So, And then he just had her baby. Yeah. And it's like, psh, leave him alone. He's good, guys. Yeah, it was weird to me that... They did a whole character swap. Like The dude was like literally like, I'm shooting off a cannon to intimidate you to tell you. Mm-hmm. You talk to my wife ever again. And that will kill you. Yeah, I'll put you in the cannon and I'll shoot you out of it. Has, ha, yeah, has the affair and all that? Nowhere to be seen. No big deal. I mean, he even, as the Marquis, he ends up being the person to put a gun to Chevalier's face at the very end. And it's like, bro, I mean, the queen did order the queen did order you to go imprison him, and you hate his guts. I mean, just. Logically, I feel like he would have just killed him. But the entire thing, that entire storyline seemed super dramatized. Yeah, no, there's no way that any of that was. I mean, it's fine if they want to make it dramatized. It's totally fine. I just think that it was an interesting part. Interesting part. But they focused so much on this love story. It was just just like a romance movie. That was, I mean, of the three potential storylines they had, that one was the main one they focused on, which was odd. Also, why? <laughs> I don't understand why the mom was introduced in this story at all. Because <laughs> uh, the mom, sh- like, his actual biological mom, who was a slave, at the, and had an affair with the her owner, basically, the Chevalier's dad ends up dying, and which releases his mom, and so she comes to France and lives with him. And then she just vanishes for half the movie while an entire affair is happening in, in the, house. the house that she's staying in. Yeah. She's gone for all that. And then all of a sudden she comes back and she's like, yo, I've been seeing you bring her in here. And it's like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. It's a pretty small house. It's also my house, ma. Yeah. Back off. I time. was given this place by the queen. It's my house. Yeah. I own it. Um, Yeah. The mom's story, I think, was only to help make him realize that these people aren't his people. Like, mm-hmm. like being in the queen's court isn't what, like, I, I really do think that was the only reason they brought her in was yeah. for her. Cause, cause originally when she comes in, she was like, my boy being high society and all that. No, that wouldn't be him. Mm. But my boy having love for music, that's my boy. Yeah. Like my boy having heart, that's my boy. I found it a little bit strange that she came in, so hot immediately of like like you you literally have not seen each other in at least like two decades at least that's what it seemed like right yeah like but the energy that she that came off from her was very much like i know you i've been here the whole time it's like i i technically i don't think that's true (laughs) yeah it just it was it played very odd to me yeah, that was weird. Well, and that's the other thing, too, because, like, back in that time, if you did have what they would have considered a bastard child like that, mm-hmm. you wouldn't 
necessarily most of the time they would just like you would either just get sent away somewhere else yeah or they would just kill you mm-hmm. so like i don't think he but they made it seem like they had lived together until the moment he took him and brought him somewhere else so that was interesting to me because they made it seem like he was like 10 years old at least living yeah. with her and in like, but like the way that they talk to each other makes it seem like they never knew each other at all. So I couldn't tell. Yeah. Like the conver- like the way they talked to each other, there were moments where I was like, okay, he hasn't seen his mom since he was born. Wait, no. Oh, nope. No, never mind. Do you remember that song I used to sing to you? Okay, no. So they, they were together for a little while. Were they or weren't they? Yeah. Did you get that? Like, I, I just, I couldn't tell if they, if he was raised by her or not. I, yeah, I really, I don't know why I assumed he was like five. Four or five when he went to that school. Oh, no, he was like I was twelve, ass- maybe. I, I was assuming that if he was of the same, if he was of the same level as Mozart ended up being, Mozart was doing this stuff when he was like three, three or four, right? Yeah. I assumed that. I mean, if if this bastard son is a prodigy, you in that time period you act on it like immediately, which is why the noble dad is willing to take his illegitimate black son to the heart of France and be like, no, you're, I'm going to pay to put this kid up in this school and you're going to deal with it. And we're going to do this. Yeah. If he was older, like if he was close to like 10 or getting to like 12, like I don't think that happens, you know? Yeah. Somebody had to harness that skill. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I was like, okay, so maybe this, this dad took him in as his own and, knows he can't do anything to promote him rather than like that's what the vibe was at the beginning was it was like i harnessed his skill but i there's only so far i can get him Mm -hmm. so i'm going to send him to this school so that he can actually excel at life because if he stays with me i'm going to be looked down upon for having a black son Mm -hmm. and he's never going to make it anywhere but if he does his own thing then he'll be successful. Well, I also think it was, it's partially an investment thing of like, Oh, you're like super talented at this. If we make you even more talented, that's more money that you'll make, which will come back to me. But like, none of that was, it was just kind of like once he was in the school, no connection, nothing. We just brushed immediately. And then when we, the next time we talk about him, it's the mom being like, nah, he was awful, which obviously, yes, he was awful because he owned slaves. Right. (laughs) But no like one's, no one's denying that. That's why I was just like I don't understand what the relationship was back then. So whatever it moved past it, I just I it can, was weird. The mom's connection though was strange. It was a really weird story arc. I just feel like this movie was trying to play up too many pieces all at the same time, which then spread itself too thin. Of we didn't really know what to focus on. Like I think that the point of mom being introduced was to help help justify him at the end deciding to side with the revolution yeah. and becoming part of it. Cause we know that in history that he ends up with the revolution. So we have to build to that some way. Cause we don't know how in real life, how he got to that point, but it was just, it, they didn't really elaborate that much on it that it just, we constantly were asking the question of like, where's mom? Mom's in the story somewhere, right? Where's mom? Yeah. What's the point of mom? Then she's gone. She's off on her own. Yeah, he could have gotten to that point in the his in the revolution without his mom being in this movie. Mm-hmm. 
So I think you're right. I think it just spread the movie just a little bit more thin because now you've brought in more questions. Yeah. But he easily could have just got to that conclusion without his mom. Yeah. Now that now all that being said, the music in this movie, oh, superb. It was good, yeah. I love I oh man. I'm not big on classical music. Oh. So it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I gotta you, give it its props. Your favorite song versus my favorite songs in this are pro are were very different. Oh yeah, dude. There's one scene where he goes down the alley to like uh like the only like like black culture st- cultural street in this whole all of France. Mm-hmm. And they had like drums and guitar and people were singing. And I was like, this is hype. (laughs) This is so much better. I I was just so excited because I was so like over all of the the violin and the opera stuff. Like I was like, all right, let's just move on here. (laughs) The the opera stuff, I'll say it was rough. I I didn't realize how much of this movie was going to center around opera. I thought it was going to center around the violin more. And it really didn't. But every time they did play the violin, oh, it was good. It's so good. The movie started strong. Loved the opening where he oh, goes yeah. up against Mozart. Thought that was awesome. I was like, yeah. bro, give me, dude, just give me this four more times. So that's why the movie shifts so hard because I was so in love with that scene with him yeah. going up against Mozart. So then when he has to go up against another guy to get the head of the opera, I was like, bro, I'm in this. Let's yeah. let's have an opera off. Let's get it, baby. Mm-hmm. And then we just never got it, and I was like, oh, okay, this movie took a a completely different turn. Yeah, we barely even saw the other guy's opera at all. Doesn't matter. I just wanted to see him go play violin against somebody again. That was hype. That was so cool. The idea of an opera music battle is interesting on paper, but implementing that doesn't... I, I don't think that's very compelling. That was just a weird storyline yeah of just like no i don't think because apparently the queen apparently the queen cannot appoint someone to the to the head of the opera house because that would be that would be her going over the head of the music committee which we've already established is the largest power in france well yeah i mean how could she have made that decision how could she She was a female we have to consult the queen right about these kinds of things of course of course but she does have the power to pit two people against each other and declare a competition that at the end, whoever wins will become the head of the opera house. She was able to, she's like, Psh, I can go over the music committee. Yep. And then she's like, later on, she's like, I can't go over the music. Committee, I can't. Guys. Sorry. I can't do it. And it's like, bro, what can you do? This is why there's a revolution happening. You <laughs> suck. Yeah, apparently you don't. You are able to do very People. obscure things. People are starving in the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Ricky, you're ready to get out there, bro. Uh, that was that was a really like <laughs> off. That was a really off moment when he was just going off on the queen. A lot of really good acting in this movie. Let me say that was good. I enjoyed that, but. It was weird that he was like going off on the queen. He's like, people are starving in the streets as if he knows. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> does it. Does it. Again, you're, you're in a high noble. society. You're a noble. <laughs> Not once in this movie before that point had we ever seen you go to the streets. No. You were always in, in noble land. Which, again, goes back to the the point I brought up earlier, which is that they did not create this character very well. They especially trying to get to that beat of him feeling justified and yelling at the queen, which first off that gets you killed. 
if you do that. That was wild to me. Yeah. Uh, and then getting beat up and getting beat up by the husband of the of the woman you had an affair with, all that stuff. Like, you can't make him an arrogant show off the whole movie. You cannot make him stuck up the whole time. We gotta show some level of empathy or compassion from this guy. Yeah. Not just a, a character who feels like he he's owed something by the world. Like, because at this point he's also incited an affair. He does not seem like a good person at that at this point. He never. It it was a struggle for me to to care about him as the protagonist. He felt like the antagonist of the movie to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, you know, it just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, I could tell you were not, you were, <laughs> you were a little out of it during this This one. isn't a movie I would have ever chosen, <laughs> but I said, I was like, you know what? I'm down to go. Bro, if David you let told- me have air, so <laughs> I, I could. Can- <laughs> I wanted to see air, dude. <laughs> if like, you told David me- let me have air. <laughs> Bro. Oh, immediately as we're leaving the theater, Ricky walks up to one of the movie signs, and it's a picture of some anime movie that's in theaters that I haven't heard of, and he's like, bro, but what if we went and saw this? And I was like, you should have brought it up! Nah, well, nobody's showing it. I'm not trying to drive all the way down to Tempe. We could have figured it out. It would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> we would have figured it I out. I had only heard about it, like, recently, and that it was doing super well. It's, it's made... Worldwide, a hundred and sixty million dollars. That's insane. That's huge for it's an anime. It's a pretty good movie. movie. It's pretty good for an anime movie. Because I was not like like I like the music. Made Ten and I like million the in the U.S. That's hype. That's huge, dude. But like, I'm not a huge like. <laughs> it's doing better than Chevalier. Though. Yeah, of course it is. No one was in the theater for this one. Yeah. No one cared about this movie. No one I know has seen this movie. Yeah, nobody will. I mean, I, I was interested to see it. I was. Like, I, I wouldn't have chosen this movie, but I was like, you know what? I, I'll be down. Maybe maybe it'll surprise me. Maybe I'll be into Didn't. it. Nope. It was no. just like a, this was just like a dramatic love story version of like Amsterdam. I did think about this during it. As it became more and more about the romance, I was starting to get flashbacks to our first episode of this podcast. <laughs> Of oh, when we the- saw Where the Crawdads Sing and didn't know it was a, ro- a romance movie. That was the vibe I was starting to feel of like, I didn't know this was going to be a bunch of romance stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I will say, the romance in Where the Crawdads Sing, better than Chevalier. Yeah. I enjoy- I was very oh, well, involved yeah, I mean, with that movie. I was very interested. On the edge of our seats for Where the mm-hmm. Crawdads Sing. Oh, yeah. That was big movie. Loved that movie. But... Yeah, this was this one had its this moments. Was tough. This one had okay moments that I enjoyed. There were topic there was topics in there that I was into. But for the most part, it just it feels it just feels all over the place. Cuz yeah. even towards the end, like the last like 20 minutes of scenes, every instance or scene that we're in is like super dramatic. Mm-hmm. And then it just cuts to something else that immediately goes dramatic. Like there was a moment where like the music was really intense. We were having a stare down on the actor's face, and then it cut to the next scene. And it was like it's daytime. Nope, time lapse. It's night. It's dark again. And it was just like the next dramatic thing is happening. Yeah, and by them doing that over and over again, it felt like it felt like the it was supposed to be intense, 
but it never, as the audience, it never felt intense anymore. Yeah, and then once we got to what the climax of the movie was, was him going on stage, it didn't even feel that dramatic because we'd been getting dramatic scenes for the last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. That weren't dramatic. We had a lot of dramatic scenes with a lot of emptiness in what was actually happening. Yeah. And then that last scene, it was like really dramatic, but it was just like, nah, we're just going to brush through this. This is kind of like the whole turning point of this whole entire dude's career. And the only reason we made this movie, let's just brush, brush through it. It was just, it's fine. It's fine. We don't care. It's fine. Yeah. People yeah, got the love was, story in there. This was, they rough. did, they did my boy, the Chevalier a little dirty in this one. Well, maybe we'll get better as we learn more about them. Maybe we'll get a better, uh, movie about them later nah. on. Nah, don't nah. get it. <laughs> Don't need it. Just give me the French Revolution, then make throw him in there as a character. That I want I'd be way more interested in that, bro. French French Revolution again. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so dumb. That whole point in history is ridiculous. I'm gonna get a text from Keanu and she's gonna yell at me and because I'll probably have gotten something wrong, but it's fine. Yeah, probably. Probably should have been here. Should have been here to tell me otherwise. We would have had you on. We we would've extended our offer. Extended as always. Open yeah. invitation. Didn't take it. Could have come out. I guess we could say whatever we want since she's not here. Yeah. I mean, French French history sucks. <laughs> European. What kind of history is she, in? she? That's like what she is into, right? That's, that's well, she teach, she teaches primary. Oh gosh, <laughs> she teaches primarily primarily American history. I'm pretty sure. Oh, see, that's hype. American that's history. hype. That's hype. A lot of, lot I, of, I think. I think. You're gonna mess that up, dude. She's gonna get mad at Bro, you. Bro, I lived with her for years. My <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. I just I just assume Kiana knows everything about history. Everything, everything about history. Yeah, let me turn this around. I think so highly of Kiana. I think she knows every here. single moment of history ever. Well, you know what she needs to learn about? The present. Because that's what matters. True. She could have been here. Stop and smell the flowers <laughs> or the popcorn at the AMC. She's going to be so mad. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Yep. Uh, I almost just signed off. We still have to do banana me there. Oh, yeah. Bring it in, boys. Bring it in. Bring it Come in. Come on in. Ooh, banana. banana. Oh, my gosh. Some of them Ooh. have, like, guns. What are you doing? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, we're Revolution. not. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You guys. Revolution. Liberty. 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 No, remember the. Hey. Keep it down. Okay, okay, okay. Ricky, you dominate such. <laughs> Such like commanding, such a commanding I'm a, presence. Because I'm a dad now, they they know yeah. I was struggling. I was gonna try and bring up the healthcare that they have and everything nope. and talk them out of it. I guess nope. Just no revolution for you. Oh, okay, mini bus. It's okay. okay. Give them yeah, your guns. Better, better keep, put the guns on their gun. table. All right. Well, they stack up these guns. Let's see. Wow, there's so. Where did they get oh, all no, of man. these guns, man? Is this one? This is just a banana. Oh, banana? No, no, no. no you no, put no. this here. I, it's mine now. Well, this is just a banana day. Yeah, oh, Ricky. banana! Now stop. Audience, are, uh, Ricky is now just consuming a banana for the rest of this episode. He had to uh, take, take it away from the place. Menu. Yep, that makes sense. All right, banana meter. What you thinking? Uh, you know, not this. This movie was your favorite. It was the best Clearly. movie I've ever seen. No, it. It's all right. It's an all right movie. Like. There's again the acting. I enjoyed it. Um, I think, uh, gosh, I'm gonna. I forgot his name already. Kelvin Harrison Jr. Yes, main him. guy. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did great. I thought he was awesome. I thought um, the times where he was supposed to be mad, I felt like he was mad. There were some points in the movie where you could tell like people were kind of just like waiting what to do, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was all right. It's, it's, you could tell it's not a very big like production movie. That's whatever. It doesn't. Not every movie needs to be that way. Yeah. Um, personally, the music is I. It's okay. Okay. I'm not really a big classical guy, so like from the get go, it's not my yeah, thing. You are, you and I are very different there. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't my thing from the get go. But I was interested to see it because I do love history, and I thought, you know what? If David's excited about a history piece, I'm excited to learn something about that. And I was disappointed that there wasn't more talk into the history aspect of it. Yeah, or true. There was. I mean, there was so much politics going on at this time that like nothing was really. Devoured. Yeah. We, we didn't really address any of the politics happening. We kind of briefly did, but it was just like the basic, like, well, we can't support you because you're because of your color. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, that's everything. I mean, that's even now. Right. But, but like, tell me about what, who, who do we, ups- who do we actually upset during this? Why can't the queen who actually has all of the power, why can't she do that when yeah. you're friends with this person? Yeah. You know what just, I mean, yeah. Every piece of history was teased. And the only story we really got was the love story, which was kind of like lame because I, I would have enjoyed a lot of the history pieces. That being said, there were some really cool moments. Like I said, that intro was awesome. That, intro is great. It's a good start. I'm start of the movie. This is going to hold down a big percentage of this, this rating. I'm going to put it at like a 45. <laughs> I knew you hated this, bro. It was like, a, no, but here's the thing. The, the intro holds it down, bro. Yeah. That was awesome. I just, I, I just, I feel like the only parts of the movie I really wanted to see was the history aspects of it, and we just kind of like skimmed all of that. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer for me. Um, I mean, yeah. it's kind of sad when my favorite part of the movie had nothing to do with the movie at yeah. all, or any of the story. But I was mm-hmm. like, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, I can see that. That's. I feel like you're giving it a lot of points though, just based on you loved the opening because there was this was. A, Two hour movie And that was only like Five minutes Dude it was a strong It was a strong, strong opening Strong opening That's like 35 right there Just in the beginning <laughs> That gave me 35 banana Off the rip I was like wow. This is great Wow you were hyped At the beginning Cause oh, I, was, I was Cause I, I thought it was gonna go, Turn into a great Like okay yeah Let's go Cause I wasn't sure Off the rip I thought it was gonna Turn into like A frame story Or something Where they would come back Around to How did we get To that moment Cause we had Mozart in the first first scene and everything, and then we just disregarded him entirely. Like that was just kind of it was a cool scene, but it was a little odd of how it panned out. Uh, I really struggled with the how they built the character because I don't think they did him justice on like on actually making him the protagonist in this movie. They really didn't you I find it difficult to care about a character that apparently is just the best at everything. It felt like the Superman issue to me where yeah. like I never like any move any Superman content because he's immortal and he can do everything that I don't that that sucks. I don't like that at all. Uh, that was the vibe I was getting from this uh, and Personally, the music, I loved the music. I really enjoyed that. 
Uh, anything with the violin when that was happening, super fun. Violin was hype. Violin was hype. Always. There were some good moments. I mean, when they got the whole quartet involved, orchestra, orchestra, orchestra. Sure, quartets only four people. Okay, when they uh, got the whole orchestra involved yep. and they were backing them up, I was like, ooh, we're getting intense. Yep. Ooh, we're getting intense. Yep. But then they just didn't give me more. Like I was like, I would be okay with the music if we got some intense music scenes. It just wasn't. Yeah. It was like, I just felt like things, a lot of the beats did not feel earned throughout this. Um, the the moments that were supposed to be heartbreaking for the main character, for Chevalier, was didn't hit very well for me because he had been coming off as a jerk. As mm, yeah, he, he kind of was, yeah. He Again, he incited an affair. Like, it, that is his fault in my opinion from my view as the audience he's not a good person yeah not a good guy uh so by that point I, it was hard for me to relate on the on those specific notes personally i'm a super big fan of history and i agree with you ricky i wish that there was more actual history stuff that they still dove into they just kind of left things on the table and just didn't go into them I think the only acting I actually really enjoyed from this was uh, Samara Weaving, who was Marie Josephine, uh, which is the woman he had uh, an affair with. I thought she was really, really interesting. I felt like she really killed her role. Everyone else, I actually thought kind of fell flat throughout. It seemed, especially the scene where uh, Chevalier was like yelling at Marie Antoinette. All of the emotions in that scene seemed super fake to me for some reason. It seemed like every part of that, the queen, Chevalier, the guy who did win the competition, the woman that... Oh, yeah, that scene. All four of them, just all of them seemed like they were super pushing during that whole part. So I'm going to get... What do I give this movie, bro? I'm like struggling on a solid note. For it, because like I kind of enjoyed it, but not really. It but, just leaves you to be like you want more. You, you you watch it and you're like, this had a okay foundation. We had a good start. Could we, we just have put too much? Like go enough. in, go into some more fun history stuff. That's what the people want. I think I'm gonna give this a thirty. <laughs> wow, that's higher than me. No, it's not. <laughs> I give it a forty-five. That's higher than me. <laughs> Oh, that's lower than me. I'm so off today on my numbers. Oh my gosh. That's I'm so off. I I'm higher than you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Cuz I a really 30. I, bro, when you have the bet when the writing is not hitting well and then the the main character is just written poorly in my opinion. I don't think that's the fault of the actor, too. Cuz he did pretty solid throughout the whole movie. I liked him as an actor. But the writing on how he was supposed to be came off very one note and just arrogant. And he would—he was not a good person to me throughout this film until we got to the end. And then he transitioned to being a good person. But it didn't pay off. It didn't feel like it paid off. So, yeah. Yeah. When you got when the writing is rough, apparently I'm super critical of the on my rating. But thinking about it. Logically, there's only a handful of things I liked. I wouldn't, re- I would not watch this movie again, and I probably wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, same. I 
I would say just watch the opening scene and then you're good to go. Yeah, opening was fun. That was a good like five minute scene. See, that was the thing is it just got me set up for something I thought this movie was going to be. Yeah. I thought this movie was going to be so boring and then that opening, I was like, oh, maybe this will be fun. And, and then, then it became it never, boring. It became boring. <laughs> I was like, oh, it started so strong. Yeah. Like he just pulled up on stage. He was just like, can I perform with you? And I was like, yeah, heck yeah. Show him up. Show mm-hmm. him up. And then he took over the orchestra and I was like, yeah. Which, by the way, by the way, though, any any movie or any content where there's a situation where there's a performer on a stage and then someone yells out, let me get up there. I don't understand the logic of any performer being like, sure. That doesn't make sense to me. At, at all when that happens I think that's so dumb <laughs> I Yeah I don't know I, I think it just, he was just showing arrogance well, I, No it, see it fit perfectly In European history Because it's just one man trying to out snob the other True true That was what that moment was mm-hmm. It was like well I'm a snob Go ahead try it buddy mm-hmm. And then he said mm, well I'm better than you And I was like yeah Let's go. Yeah. Out snobbing. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> That's all it was. It was just one dude thought he was better than the other, and the other one showed him up. Yeah. And he took offense to that, did nothing. Yeah. Oh, actually, he he wrote a play about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could have been this could have been a good one, man. Now it's unfortunate, but c'est la vie. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. We do hope you enjoyed as always, we have all our social medias and Instagram and the YouTube and the TikTok. They're and all there. Just they're all there. Just type in straight dude date night. And if, you, and if you haven't already, if you're listening on Spotify, please follow us there. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, follow us there or leave a Take. review there. That would be great. And tell a friend about the show. You're smart. You'll know how to find us. Yeah. You, you want to find us? You'll find us. You'll find it. Literally just type in straight to date night. You'll find it. If you found the podcast, you can find us. On You'll social find media. all the rest of it. It's I le- I put all the details of our social media in the description of every episode. You'll find it. Yeah. You'll find it. Um, other than that, Ricky, thank you for enduring what was very clearly not your cup of tea with me. Yeah. I was, I was here. I was hoping that this would be a bit more exciting, but I'm glad we got to I'm as always it's a privilege to to enjoy these bad movies with you. Look, you let me choose air. <laughs> so I let you have this one. I was fine with air. I had no issue <laughs> I know, with air. I was fine with this one too. I just knew it wouldn't be something I'd be into, but I'll go see it anyway. Uh, well, it has to happen every now and then, I guess. Thank you so much for listening. We do hope you enjoy. Have a great week and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.